Hello, I am Dr. Nicole Boudries, and I am standing in for Dr. Carol Kowalczyk for Dr. C in the D. So today I want to talk to you about luteal phase deficiency. So I see lots and lots of women who have luteal phase deficiency or have questioned whether they have luteal phase deficiency, and maybe they've been told in the past, hey, that isn't a thing and you don't need extra progesterone. Well, today we're going to kind of unravel a little bit about what it is, who can benefit. And if this is you out there that this is ringing true and you're like, yes, yes, that's me. Hopefully we'll get some good information out there for you today. So just to back up a little bit, what is luteal phase deficiency? Well, we know that the menstrual cycle has two phases. The first part is where the ovary produces estrogen and that helps, that's when the egg is growing and it ends with ovulation. And then the second part is where that ovary then switches to make progesterone. And the progesterone is produced by the ovary typically for 12 to 14 days. If there's no pregnancy that occurs, progesterone levels drop and that drop signals the lining of the uterus to be shed. If a pregnancy occurs, then there is a signal to the ovary that says, hey, we've got a pregnancy here and we need to continue making progesterone. And that's why women who are, are pregnant will not have a uh, menstrual cycle or they'll miss a period. So in a luteal phase deficiency, that ovary stops making progesterone before, even despite the fact that there is, it should be making it longer, or could it potentially not be getting a strong enough signal, uh, or the signaling from the pregnancy to the ovary isn't there. And so you're going to have a premature drop in progesterone levels. And that is what can cause, make it not giving that embryo enough chance to make HCG, or sometimes this can cause a shorter period. Now, if this is you where you are you are checking your ovulation, you're like, I ovulate this day and then it's only eight days until I start a period. Certainly, this is what we're looking at is women who are starting their period a shorter period of time after they ovulate, or maybe you're somebody who has a lot of spotting and then you have full flow or maybe you have a start and stop. So those are some things that can tell us, hey, maybe we should be looking into luteal phase deficiency. Now, the good news is, is that luteal phase deficiency is easy for us to treat. So we can give extra progesterone to help support and augment what the ovaries should be doing. And so that's something that we would typically give a couple of days after you ovulate. Um, I really, you really need to know when you're ovulating because taking progesterone too soon or too close to ovulation actually can prevent ovulation from occurring. So we have to be careful. And that's where ultrasounds or some type of testing can really be beneficial to us in understanding when to start the progesterone. So we can extend that time period. And if there is a pregnancy, we can help support that early pregnancy with the progesterone. I think we... For those patients that are like, well, hey, what about progesterone testing? Like how helpful is that? I think what's tricky about hormones is that the ovary makes is that they're produced in a pulsatile fashion. So you're going to get pulses of progesterone and those you're going to have a peak and a trough, and it's going to be about 90 minutes for that cycle to happen from when it's highest to when it's lowest. 
So when we draw that blood, do we know when the peak is? No, we don't. So we're going to get a huge range of progesterone levels. And so we understand when we're taking the progesterone and we're getting a blood test level that it likely could represent the highest point or the lowest point of the progesterone um, phase. So we generally will have bigger ranges for what we're looking at. And as a reproductive endocrinologist, I tend to be pretty liberal with progesterone in the sense that if we are like, if we're thinking, well, maybe it's a little bit low, could it hurt to add more progesterone? We usually just add the progesterone there, even if the level looks like it could be okay. Again, progesterone, it's an imperfect lab test, but it still is the best that we have. Um, how once we've got that progesterone on board, then how do we know how long to continue it? Well, if we check a pregnancy test to at least two weeks after ovulation and it's positive, we would continue the progesterone support. And usually we continue it until about 10 weeks of pregnancy. The reason why we continue it that long is that we want to make sure that the placenta, so the placenta will take over for the ovary. There's like a handoff and so the placenta is able to make its own progesterone to help support the pregnancy. And that starts to happen about six weeks. So being on the conservative end, we usually continue it till about 10 weeks and then would stop it. And then um, you can continue on with the pregnancy as if there was no progesterone support. If on the other hand, we check the pregnancy test and it's negative, then we would stop the progesterone and usually two to three days after that, a period would start. So luteal phase progesterone support is super common. We have a ton of patients that we're giving it to. And if you are someone who feels like, Hey, you know, I'm tracking, I'm seeing my period shorter. I'm having symptoms that I'm getting ready to have my period sooner, or you're having a lot of spotting. I highly encourage you to be seen, be evaluated and, you know, we can get this, the show on the road. So it was great talking with all of you. And hopefully this has been helpful today. Again, I'm Dr. Nicole Boudry, standing in for Dr. Kowalczyk for Dr. C in the D.